Welcome to Do I Need Therapy? Get ready to receive valuable mental health tips and enjoy open conversations about life and love and when you need to ask for help. Let's reduce the stigma. I'm your host, Dr. April Landell, your go-to therapist for today's modern day. My guest experts and I are here to inspire you along your mental health journey and remind you, you are not alone. All right. Hey, family. This is Dr. April Andell, your friendly neighborhood psychotherapist, which is just a fancy way of saying I talk to people about what matters most to them. So in life, we all have our values. We all have things that are really important to us. And today we got a special guest coming into the show. But first... Michiko 1985, soothing and professional. They write, Dr. Endel has an inviting tone. Her voice is soothing and she feels like someone relatable. Her channel is informative and necessary. Looking forward to more episodes. Thank you so much, Michiko 1985. I am going to be doing much more episodes just for you. So keep on listening and family, I know you're coming along for the ride. And if you want to be a part of the family and hear your review on the air, just go to Apple Podcasts, go to the show page where you see my picture, scroll all the way down to the stars, put in your star rating and submit your written review. And perhaps your review will be picked for the shout out next week. So I wanted to just share that I've got a friend on the show today. Elizabeth, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi. Hi there, family. We have Elizabeth Lewis, who is a personal brand strategist and certified personal stylist who is so passionate about helping you look and feel your best. After spending nearly a decade in corporate brand management and marketing roles at companies including Colgate Palm Olive and Penguin Random House, she founded Brand Style and Bloom to help executives, creatives, business owners, and more style themselves for success. And I know that that's you out there, family. She also worked with companies such as Disney and Booz Allen Hamilton and Everyday Health and Dress for Success. So we are welcoming to the show the ever so stylish Elizabeth Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on your show. Yeah, and me too, because we've been trying to do this for a little minute now, right? It's It's been, what, like a month? Yeah, but we connected like um, way back towards the end of last year, I think. Yeah, I think it was last year. And you told me about your podcast and I was super excited. So I'm so glad we were able to make it happen. Yes, exactly. So listen out there, family. Persistence is the key because we really had to go back and forth to really make this happen between both of our busy schedules, including, you know, all the COVID hubbubs. So I'm really, really happy that we finally made this happen. And I remember wanting to interview you because you talk about style and style that's not just about fashion. You're talking about it being a part of the wellness journey. And that is why we had to have you on the house. Did I get that right? You got that 100% right. Okay, so let's, let's get into it. And, you know, just kind of a little bit, just wanting to know where you're from. I'm sure the family is curious. So where are you from? Like, what's your origin story? Yeah, totally. So I am from the South. And I say that because growing up, I moved between several different states in the South because of my dad's job. So I was born in Alabama. Two weeks after that, I moved to Atlanta. Two years after that, I moved back to Alabama. <laughs> A few years after that, I moved to Tennessee. And then I moved back to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and oh. then now I live in New York City. And I've been here for about 13 years. 
Oh man. Okay. So all over the South and then just end up big, big city. Correct. Yeah. It was his job. And so it was Mm -hmm. always fun just getting used to being at a new school and meeting new people and really getting that part of myself going. Right. Oh, I love that. And, you know, people have different stories about, you know, moving around. Some people found that very stressful. It was difficult for them. Yeah. You know, I will say at first it was difficult because Mm -hmm. I was shy Mm -hmm. growing up. (laughs) And so constantly getting used to meeting new people and getting used to those new environments was tough. It really wasn't until the last move back to Atlanta where I really came to appreciate it because it is a skill getting used to different environments and that helped me, but I didn't appreciate that as a skill until that time. So it was definitely a lot getting used to it. Gotcha. Okay. And, and this is what I've heard, but it, you know, we adapt and and it sounds like it became a really huge part of why you are so lovely and bubbly today. I love your your energy and your spirit because we connected, we were just right away. It was just like an immediate click. <laughs> and I loved that. So I, I have to thank your dad for those experiences, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so we got your origin story and just jumping in to Brand Style and Bloom, like what inspired you to be this entrepreneur? going forward today? Yeah, so as you mentioned, um, my company is Brand Style and Bloom, and I help you get noticed and look and feel your best to achieve your vision of success. And it's definitely been a journey getting to this point. They say that your passion is the thread that's run through your entire life. And for me, that's always been fashion. When I was growing up, when I was like seven years old, I remember getting dressed in my mom's clothes and wearing her high (laughs) heels and all of that. And just, you know, pretending I was going to these like fancy parties or like whatever. And as someone who was really shy, that actually helped me to express myself, you know, as we mentioned with all of these different moves, right? Fashion was a form of expression. So I thought I wanted to pursue a career in fashion. I was thinking either fashion design or modeling. Modeling, I felt like I was too short. To be totally honest, even though I'm reasonably tall, you know, I'm like 5'8", which is borderline for a model. It's tall, uh, right? <laughs> but you know, a lot of models are like 5'11 plus, right? right? Mm-hmm. And I just didn't find myself attracted to the lifestyle either. And in college, I took a fashion design class. And I found that I didn't really enjoy fashion design, nor was I very good at fashion design. And so for me, that was a double negative, right? So there was no reason to pursue that further. And so I really didn't know what else to do with clothes and with fashion. So I went with some secondary loves of mine, which, you know, number one was a love of the written word. So that's actually what brought me to New York City in the first place was, as you mentioned, working at Penguin Random House and Publishing. Um, So I was there for a few years and then also worked in another literacy relevant role. And then I got my MBA at NYU Stern and pursued a marketing career, right? Because there's also a lot of writing and just interpersonal skills involved in marketing. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed the work and it was really good learning, but that love of fashion just never left me. So while I was at Colgate, I worked on a few different product launches under brands like Optic White, um, Palmolive Dish Liquid, Irish Spring Body Wash. And the packaging was always such an important part of any decision that we made. Like there was just so much Mm -hmm. emphasis on the packaging. And 
the reason why is because so many brands don't necessarily get those advertising dollars. So when people are in the store, the main way that they notice these new products is through their packaging. Mm -hmm. And so that really got me thinking, right? Because as people, we can have all the right ingredients inside of us. And I often believe that we do, but we don't always know how to express those ingredients in a way that's connected to our vision. And then number two, we don't know how to externally present those ingredients in a way that can express who we are and then get our tribes and people around us to help us get there because we rarely get anywhere by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think often it can actually detract, right? So I love that you said I have a bubbly personality. If I wore, you know, black all day or gray, right? It, it might detract from that a little bit, especially if you didn't necessarily know me. So that was really the inspiration behind starting my company was I wanted to help people, first of all, understand what ingredients they have that are connected to that vision and then how to visually express them so that they can get where they want to go in life. So I formally started my company um, in July of 2019. It has been a wonderful journey. It is a difficult journey, but <laughs> I am here today and I'm on your show and I'm very excited about it. Wow. Oh my goodness. That is really something. And I had so many questions in there. I should have wrote, written them down <laughs> just to get it in there. But I love how first you figured out, you know, your, your next step because you, you understood what you, you didn't like. So you realized that you really liked fashion, but you didn't like the actual designing and that whole process and, and, and family out there, I want you to remember that that's something too, when you know what you don't like, what, what doesn't resonate with you, what doesn't align with you, that is a clear help in your, in your path going forward. A lot of people forget that. And sometimes people may say it, you know, you're just being negative, but it's not, you're, you're being true to your authentic self. So I really did appreciate when you were sharing that and, and what was that like? You're just like, oh my gosh, I don't like this designing. <laughs> I love fashion, but this is not for me. That's just really, it just seems like such a contradiction, you know? Right. Yes, it was a contradiction because I just naturally thought that I would love the practice of actually making clothes. Mm -hmm. And growing up, like I was very crafty, right? Like I would make shoes out of construction paper. I had like a tiny greeting card company, which was not related to clothes, but it was still crafty, right? I had a sewing machine, so I was trying to sew scarves, but I don't know. I just, it was something about the muslin and I just, I just couldn't get into it. Like being so exact with the patterns, um, it really is a craft and a skill and something that you have to be very, very passionate about to make it work. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't have that passion for fashion design inside of me. And I didn't realize that personal style was a career path. I didn't really realize that people did that. I didn't realize that that was something that people would value as a skill. Yeah. So that was really a, a learning journey for me. Had I known that that was a potential career path, maybe I would have focused my energy there sooner. Right, right. And, and but the thing is, is that because you followed yourself as in your most authentic, you did eventually find that you, you, you ran into that, that new discovery to learn that, oh yeah, <laughs> people definitely need personal stylists and image consultants. And the, you know, the list is endless there. And so, so much of that is really necessary because it is truly about how you are representing yourself out into the world. And hopefully it, it feels aligned with you. So sometimes you just, you just need somebody to help, help put that all together. 
Exactly. And that's really something, you know, again, that I had to learn over time because people would compliment me on what I was wearing. And then they would say, should I wear this or that? And they would constantly be coming to me for advice. And then as I started looking further into it, I saw that there were other people out there who also did personal style. But for me, what I think made me different was that I really focused on those inner ingredients first. Um, mm -hmm. I actually have something where I work with someone to co-create their three words, right? And that's like the first part of what we do. So someone's three words, we have a, a workshop together where I work with them to understand what their vision is. And then based on what that vision is, we come out with those three vision words that are kind of the connection tissue between where they are today and then where they see themselves in their future. Oh. Um, so that was a very critical part for me of the style because you can't just come to someone and say, I think you should wear this, or I think you should wear that, or based on your body type, you should wear this, right? Like it definitely has to work with where you wanna go in life because it, it really is a tool to help you get there. Absolutely. And it's so interesting that you say that because I do that a lot with my clients, you know, in, in my in my practice. We're talking about, okay, so when you're going out into the world, how do you want to be received? What is your style of of you what's your personal style that you're you're putting out into the world? Dating, for example. When you go out on a date, how do you want to be received? Do you want to be see, received as really mysterious or romantic or fun or bubbly or humorous or really confident or a little quirky. And we come up with those particular words. I do five. I do five with my clients. So what are the five words that you really want to establish? And it's funny that you say it there too, because you're absolutely right. It's that connection between where you are now and what you want to project out into the world to what you want in the future. So I'm definitely digging that. <laughs> And then also in your journey, you were talking about the packaging and the ingredients that inspired you additionally to start the brand. And I, and I love that analogy too, that we all have these ingredients that, you know, you just, you just package them out into the world to be well-received and lo and behold, you have something that feels very authentic to you. And I wanted to make sure that I was understanding that fully, but in your process of discovering that with the, actually marketing the products. I just, I love that. That's just, that's so funny, but all kinds of lessons can be learned when you're really paying attention to what, what is it's feeding you whenever you're paying attention to what those lessons could be. Hope that made sense. <laughs> no, it did. Yeah. It made absolute sense. Um, exactly. And you really have to do that inner work and that reflection. And I think mm -hmm. often when we're by ourselves, we don't necessarily take the time to do that reflection or we just don't know how to do it, right? And when you're with a coach or with someone like yourself who can actually have that conversation and do that inner work and help guide someone through the process, I think people can get so much more out of it than if they did it on their own. Absolutely. Okay, so let me um, curtail us just a tiny bit because I'm really curious, what, what or how does the message of mental health and wellness, you know, show up inside of what you do and how you work with your clients? 
Yes. So I have always felt that style is not just an external thing, right? It is so Mm -hmm. much more than that. It definitely influences how you feel. I do talk a lot about color because I really believe in the power of color. You know, there is a field called color. The psychology of color. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the meanings that we find behind colors are, of course, very grounded in how we've grown up, you know, our cultural background, like all of those things. But I fully believe that colors like red, which... I know people can't see me, but I'm wearing red today, right? Like it it help you feel empowered and confident, like orange helps you feel more creative, like yellow, more optimistic. Um, So I've always believed in that power, but I think it really came to full circle during the pandemic, right? In the early days. And I experienced it myself with this transformation. So in the early days of the pandemic, I felt really negative, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know what the future of my business would be. My business was still super new at the time. I would say, you know, seven months old. And I was just starting to form those connections with corporations to do workshops. Um, I was just starting to get more clients like added to my docket. And all of that just went away or was delayed indefinitely. And I couldn't go into people's homes, which was an important part of my work, you know, Mm -hmm. into their closets and seeing their environments and all of those things that are super important to understand about people who you're working with. So I didn't have any meetings. Everything was canceled. And so... Um, honestly, I didn't care what I was wearing, which is funny for a stylist to say, but I didn't care. <laughs> so <laughs> I was wearing pajamas and I was wearing loungewear, you know, and I just felt like I never really woke up. I was just in this permanent state of being exhausted. Mm. No much, no matter how much coffee I drank, I didn't feel productive. I would do like maybe two or three things a day. I just felt very sluggish and negative and tired. And I said, you know what, Elizabeth, like we have to turn this around. Like who knows how long this is going to last. And so I made a a tiny change. I started wearing maxi dresses, which I love because they're comfortable, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, they really made me feel like I was putting on real clothes and I have maxi dresses that are real quick. Mm-hmm. And real quick, just for the family, what are maxi dresses? Not everybody ah, yeah, knows. I, I got you right away. <laughs> but yeah, what are maxi great, dresses? Great question. Um, so they're dresses that usually have an empire waist. Uh, that doesn't have to necessarily be the case, but they're just like long dresses that generally cover mm-hmm. your entire body. And they're just easy because it's it's literally one outfit that you just have to wear. Mm-hmm. So. Perfect. So you just throw it on. It's a maximum outfit because it's just one solitary piece of um, clothing and it goes all the way down to the floor usually, whether it's spaghetti strapped or something like that. But yeah, maxi dresses are the best, the best ever. Could you just throw them on and you go? They're my favorite too. (laughs) Exactly. So comfortable. I love that you're Mm -hmm. in the maxi dress camp. family. Pardon the interruption. I just wanted to share that there is now a new resource available to you from myself and the Do I Need Therapy team. And just a reminder, I actually am a real life licensed mental health professional. So I write, I speak, I teach, and I train on self-care, love and relationships, life, joy, as well as mental health and wellness. And I do this every single month. So make sure that you tune in to our monthly mental health and wellness workshops and masterclasses. Topics have included thriving through COVID, the 411 on mindfulness, dealing with news anxiety, how to keep depression away, the five love languages now, spring cleaning for the mind, and there are much more to come. 
So join me. We'll talk live and in person. No serious stuffy presentation here. I make it meaningful and fun and just for you. And we will talk about mental health, life, and relationship wellness openly, loudly, and proudly. To check it out, go now to visit the website at doineedtherapy.com and click up on the top right, masterclass or events. Sign up and I'll see you on the other side. Yes, I was wearing a bunch of maxi dresses and they all have different patterns or like full colors, et cetera. So they made me feel like I was actually getting dressed up for the day, even mm -hmm. though it was as easy as wearing a pair of pajamas or I would argue even easier, right? And I started noticing a change in my attitude. I started feeling more positive, even though the world hadn't really changed, like my mindset started changing. I started feeling more productive and I said, you know what, there's something here. So I started doing some research just to see why I was feeling this way. And I stumbled on a study called um, Enclosed Cognition, which was done by, I believe, two Columbia professors, one named Adam Galinsky. And I won't go into all the details of the study. I definitely encourage your listeners to check it out because it was really interesting. But basically, he had three separate groups. One of the groups wore street clothes. The other two groups wore white lab coats, right? One group was told that they were doctor's coats. One group was told that they were painter's coats. And the study showed that the ones who were told that they were in doctor's coats actually had improved metrics in terms of focus and some other metrics that were measured mm -hmm. as in comparison to the other groups. So it was actually proven that what you wear really does impact your mindset and the way it that does. you feel and that you think. So there's real power to this. There's real science. And so I was super, super inspired by this study. And a lot of my friends were also in this negative zone, basically everybody around me. <laughs> and so um, I thought about what is style's role in this? And I came up with the idea of style wellness. Mm -hmm. And style wellness is basically how to develop a style that brings you confidence and joy. And that's really what it's about. And so I started testing it with a group of trusted friends and colleagues, you know, who, who I knew were suffering from the effects of the pandemic, like so many of us. And they really helped to inform what this membership community was all about with the style wellness. So it has tons of different features. I create guides and invite in guest experts. I'm so excited that you're going to be one of our guest experts yes, um, in too. the future. <laughs> exactly. Who can talk about different areas of mm -hmm. wellness that help us feel good, right? So we've had a personal finance expert. We've had a beauty expert. We've had someone who talks about awakening your spirit, right? So mm. that you can invite the abundance into your life and just kind of control what you can control and let go of things that you can't. I have guides like how to look good on video, like uh, because so many of us show up on video and we don't feel confident about how we look and we have our videos turned off. And in a time where we don't have the amount of community that we want to have, we want to show up as our full, most confident self. Yes, absolutely. And I love that because, you know, that is definitely serving a need. When the pandemic hit, your, your experience is something that I've heard, you know, countless times over and over again with clients. And then we are seeing that with, within our communities, our circles, our families, our friends, you know, have similar reports. Right now we're in the times where finally we're getting the vaccines out, but it's, it's still very much inside of a process of uncertainty. We don't quite know all the things that are coming about. So it can still have that, that impact. 
And I love how you were just really open and transparent about your experience, but you took a single action. Well, first of all, before that, you recognized that this was not quite you, right? You were in a different state of mind, you know, clinically over here. I can see that as a bit of depressive states. So people out there, whenever I use that word, it, there's nothing to fear behind it. We just understand that it's a lowered mood. It's, you know, a time where you're not quite yourself in terms of energy and motivation and, you know, drive and your own personality. And it's 100% able to be turned around. You can recover 100%. And a lot of us fell into those modes during the pandemic because it just, it just whopped everything, right? You had your business. It was just getting up and going. And then everything was canceled indefinitely. What, what was going to happen? So of course that would impact you. So family out there, I just want to remind you that if this is you, if, if you were experiencing that, you are not alone and just small steps can make a difference. So Elizabeth, you were talking about just wearing maxi dresses, the ease <laughs> of throwing on a great, excellent new outfit that was super easy, you know, covered you completely. And then you were able to go from there and look, a whole new thing was born. So congratulations with Style Wellness and and the community that you've built. I'm, I am really excited to talk in there soon. What, what is it like being a leader yourself and running a business in regards to how you maintain your overall wellness journey? Right. So right now I am a solopreneur. I don't necessarily have a team, but in the next year, I plan to bring someone on who can just nice. help me with those everyday tasks, right? And so my responsibility right now is to just really lead myself and, of course, help to lead my clients through that coaching mm -hmm. journey, right? But I have to definitely lead myself in my mindset and my attitude. So what I found to be really helpful for me, in addition to just fully dressing up every day with my maxi dresses, I have some expanded things that I also do in addition to <laughs> maxi dresses, right? Mm -hmm. But I make sure that I exercise pretty much every day. And I have to be honest with you, before the pandemic, I was not exercising as much as I could have. I am fairly satisfied with my weight, but I didn't appreciate the effects of exercise on my mindset and on my mm -hmm. attitude and my positivity. So now, even though it's wintertime, in New York City and there's snow on the ground, I still make sure to go on a 20-minute run every day. And I find that if I don't do that, I just feel tired. I don't really wake up. Definitely what I wear is absolutely an effect of my mindset, mm -hmm. but the exercise is also extremely important to my mindset and just in leading myself to make sure that I can do the best I can every day and do all of the things an entrepreneur needs to do to grow a business. Absolutely. And I love how you're talking about exercise. You know, and, and this is a hard one because we we don't quite have that normalcy of going to the gym anymore, but we're also recognizing that we actually don't need the gym. We we never did. Movement and being in exercise and just moving your body is something you can always do through just taking a walk. I love how you're doing the runs and every day. Wow. Very impressive, Elizabeth. <laughs> doing it every day. And I know you're in New York City. So that's like snow. That's that's cold. That's the sludge. And, you know, hopefully the spring will be breaking soon and, and that'll be less. But, you know, that's deep. <laughs> that's impressive. So mm -hmm. congrats there. I take a walk pretty much every day. 
I am lucky I am in Miami, you know, so I do have that year round. <laughs> People hate me for that sometimes. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. But, you know, it's that process and I do it wherever I go, wherever I travel. I always did. And then on top of that, you know, telling my clients, like, listen, this is just every day, just move your body 15 minutes a day. And it does not have to be this big, gigantic thing of a workout for an hour, just a stretching. And yoga is a very, it's just a formal process of stretching your body. Yoga is stretching. So you put on a YouTube with yoga, you walk around your house, you go up and down your stairs, just create small things through there's this wake out app that's really popular right now because it teaches you workouts at home or at your desk or in your kitchen or in your living room that you can just do real quick. So there's all kinds of different things. And I do appreciate that. More small step actions is great. I love how that helps you in running your business and, and staying well. And can I just pause a moment just with the color psychology? Of course. <laughs> the, the color psychology is so real. And people don't quite realize it. When you wear certain colors, they charge specific energies, period. And that's why certain people, they call them, you know, that they have power colors or they are doing common colors. And there's an entire psychology that is most formidable inside of the format of advertising. So certain foods, certain restaurants, certain brands will be dressed in certain colors and it is their brand colors. UPS developed this whole process of trustworthy and they have that brown. It's a process of that color psychology of very things that are re regular, dependable and accountable. So they, you know, that's brown and very neutral in regards to tone and mood. And, you know, they're just delivering packages, <laughs> but you compare that to red blonde, you know, and theirs is black, I think red for sure, black, and they, they trim with gold and white you know, and those are power colors and there's all kinds of things. And you want to think about that when you dress too. One of the things I would share, I have some clients that struggle with anxiety and we talk about walking out with some kind of a safety item. And I remember one client, her safety item was always a red scarf. So anytime she would go out into the world, that was really challenging for her. Um, I just told her, just find like something that fits for you that you can cling to and know that you're okay. And hers, she chose, was a red scarf. And we talked about it. And she says, it really just makes me feel a little bit more assertive. And I said, yes, that's the psychology of red. Red is, it's very attention grabbing so that it's very confident and strong. So any thoughts there with the color psychology for the, for the fam? Yes, I love what you said about colors charging different energies. I totally, totally agree with that. And you'll also see that a lot of healthcare companies use the color blue mm -hmm. because they mm -hmm. want to inspire trust, mm -hmm. right? So you'll see it everywhere as you start noticing. But I would encourage the family out there, of course, to just consider color and its impact on the way that they feel, right? Yes. And to just really think about that. I mean, I think that's a step that everyone could start taking today is use some of the, those mood boosting colors like we mentioned earlier, you know, red, orange, and yellow. Or if you're feeling anxious, try colors like blue and green because those calming. are more calming colors. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an action that everyone can take immediately to start feeling a little bit different. 
Absolutely. So that way that you're using it to your benefit right in the moment of when you're not quite feeling yourself, when you're not quite feeling well, that helps to boost your mood, uh, your outlook, and every small boost, as tiny as it is, it, it matters, it helps. And when you're not feeling well, you add to the process, you add to the routines, you add to what you're already doing. You don't take away and you don't keep it the same. You add to it. So think about, you know, throwing on a nice yellow something to just give you a little zing of, usually it's like hope and inspiration a lot with yellow. Just curious, who do you work with mainly? Yeah, so mainly I work with women, though I have been fortunate to have some male clients as well. And the women who I work with are mainly professionals working, you know, I would say nine to seven jobs or (laughs) whatever the hours are these days (laughs) in corporate. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are very high potential women, but they just need that push of confidence or empowerment to get to that next level within themselves to really break through to their vision of where they want to be. Right. And any tips or or tricks, any specific things that you would share with the family or with these group of women that you mainly work with? Yeah, you know, I would say that one of my biggest tips, in addition to the color psychology, which is something people can start doing right away, Mm -hmm. another tip of mine would be if you are feeling anxious or just out of sync, I always love putting on something that's been a gift from a friend or something that's Mm -hmm. been passed down from a loved one, right? Because instantly I feel wrapped in their love for me and I feel that empowerment going forward to do whatever I have to do. I have um, an 87-year-old grandmother who has an amazing wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) And whenever I go to her house, I look through her jewelry box. She always has like fun cocktail rings and things like that when she was out on the town and uh, fun purses and scarves or whatever. And so I always take something. And if I am feeling a little bit low and, you know, have a meeting or something and don't quite feel ready, I'll just put on one of grandmother's items. And I instantly just feel her love and, you know, all of the energy that she was feeling when she wore something. And it doesn't have to be a grandparent because some of those things can make us sad, right? Depending Mm -hmm. on our history. Mm -hmm. So it can be Mm -hmm. something from a friend. I have a friend who gave me a beautiful scarf. And so the same thing with that, you know, I'll put that scarf on and just instantly feel wrapped in her joy and her confidence and the love that she felt when she gave that to me. So that's another quick thing that your, your listeners can take away. And one other thing I would add is to just think about your three words, right? There's a fairly detailed exercise that I do with people, but just sit down and just really think about what are the three words that I want to describe myself as. And then whenever you choose an outfit for the day, just think about it through that lens, because those words mean something to you. And so will what you wear if you think through that lens. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And they will answer certain questions of decisions or steps you need to take, they'll give you direction as well when you start bringing them into your lens. So those are really fantastic tips. The color psychology, wear something that was a gift to you or something of a loved one, you know, to feel involved in the love and then think of your three words, right? Yes, correct. (laughs) Okay. Love it. So we are actually going to wrap up, but um, family, don't worry. We'll certainly have Elizabeth back and joining in the crew in future. 
but I just wanted to check in like anything that I missed that, you know, if you were in my shoes, anything that would have been helpful to ask you? You know, I actually think we touched on it a little bit, but I would say one of the things would be, what are some small ways that you can start feeling better today? And I often find that it's the small things in life, not the things that are super radical that bring us the most joy on a day-to-day basis. So really think what are two or three small things that I can do for myself or for someone else to make their lives better because everything will be lifted by that. I do appreciate that. I'm always talking about let's focus on the small steps because they, they still matter. Just because something is a penny, it doesn't mean that after 100 or a thousand or 10,000 pennies, you don't have a quite a chunk of change. So never, never mistake the value of those small steps that you can make for yourself. Absolutely. Just another small thing that I do in terms of my exercise routine, sometimes it is really snowy on the ground. It's not very safe to run. <laughs> so on those days, I'll do an indoor workout and I discovered this Disney hit workout I don't know how many of your listeners are familiar with HIT, but it's like small bursts of exercises where you get breaks. And I love a break when yes. I exercise and I love Disney. Yes. So Disney is something that can make a lot of people happy and bring you joy just based on our childhood memories. And so that's just a fun 20 minute way that I start my day sometimes. So that's another oh. example of a small thing that you can think about in your day. I love that. I love that. And yeah, I'm familiar with HITs because I... <laughs> <laughs> I am underneath an athlete like Serena Williams, right? I'm like Venus Williams. <laughs> so I know HIT, high intensity interval training, H I I T. So if Disney HIT, check it out. That's a great tip. So, um, where can our listeners connect with you online? Where can we find you and follow along with your style wellness? Totally. Well, I'm so excited. I actually have a gift for your listeners today. Check out the Style Wellness Membership Community. You can find it. Um, the website is tiny.cc slash style wellness. And if you type in the promo code free style wellness, you'll get a free month to just experience everything that's in the community. So check that out. And then also just keep in touch with me on Instagram. Um, send me a DM, just say hello. And my handle is at brand underscore style underscore bloom, bloom like a flower. Wonderful. Yes, because we all bloom, we bloom and grow. And we will definitely be sure to include your links on the show page. So everybody, we just do like a quick little lightning round. You ready to go? Yes. Okay. I've always asked them, guess these things. We're always curious. Are you a Mac or PC? PC, but a secret Mac wisher. (laughs) (laughs) Secret Mac wisher. That's the first. That's the first on this show. Got it. Um, What's your favorite Starbucks order? I have to say that my favorite one is a cinnamon dolce latte, which I don't know if they still have because I haven't been to Starbucks in a while. But when I'm there, that's what I like to order. (laughs) And right now, I know it's pending, you know, a few things, but what's your favorite thing to do in the world? Oh my gosh, I sound like a commercial for Disney. I do realize that and I am not affiliated (laughs) with Disney, but I love going to Disney World because the rides are just so much fun. So whenever this is over and I feel safe enough to go, like I will be going because that is my instant dose of joy right there. And I will say that because I'm close to it, they're advertising every day that they are open (laughs) and highly COVID safe and they got all kinds of new wipe down measures and regimens. So maybe you'll be going sooner than you realize. 
And the last thing we always want to, to know is what is your favorite quote? So I think it's appropriate if I quote Coco Chanel based on the mm. business that I'm in, but I genuinely really love this quote. And it says, in order to be irreplaceable, one must be able to be different. And so I just really want to encourage the family out there to just really appreciate your differences and embrace them because that is what makes you stand out and irreplaceable as the lovely Coco Chanel. Elizabeth, we thank you so much again for joining the show. You were such a light, so bright and, and cheery for all of us to listen to. We really did appreciate the messages that you shared. And so family, we got a wonderful lesson on what it really truly means to connect that mental health journey with how we show up in the world. So make sure that you are always taking those small steps, the little things you can do, the pops of color, wear something that was a gift so you can feel the love things that you can do to brighten your everyday world, your spirit, your mood. And in that sense, we're always connecting our style wellness, right? Always aiming to not only look our best, but it always connects us to how we feel our best as well. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Do I Need Therapy? If you did, please tell a friend and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're tuned in. If you're always on Instagram like myself, come check out my page. I've got lots of tips and tricks on life and mental wellness. Ask me your questions. Plus, tell me what's on your mind, even if you need to figure out if you need therapy. And for my Facebookers and all my Twitter peeps and my Pinterest pinners, I'm online there too. In fact, I'm everywhere at April and Dell. Meantime, I can't wait to chat with you again on the next episode. So, till then, peace, love, and mental wellness. Come in, come in.